This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Missanelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Welcome, everybody, to the Mike Missanelli podcast. This is a special post-game podcast. So technically, it's podcast 121, but we won't count it as 121. We'll count it as a special game three post-game podcast where the Phillies, I believe, uh, I know people, don't jinx them. I believe that they took the heart out of the Braves last night. Now, uh, here, here's the situation. Uh, I have three words I'll start this podcast with. Bryce. Harper, wow. All right. And, and I don't even know, know we need to go any further with that, but, but we will. So first of all, the great backdrop that develops in this game where the Phillies win it 10-2 and hit six home runs or whatever it was. Uh, the Harper-Arcia uh, backdrop. And uh, I mean, it's just, it's too, it's like a scriptwriter writing this whole thing, the way it transpires. Because Harper hits the two home runs and he glares at the guy who supposedly mocked him in the Braves clubhouse after the Phillies lost that heartbreaking game two and Harper was doubled off first base. And Arcia yells through the clubhouse in glee, ha ha, uh, at a guy, at a boy Harper. All right. So now, now here's the thing about great players that I have noticed in covering sports 30 plus years. Great players always look for extra motivation to be greater. You've seen it many times. You see it with Michael Jordan. You see it with LeBron because it's it's almost boring to be as good as they are. So to get extra motivation to be greater than the great, they go, they have an ax to grind. And so they Harper takes this RC thing and goes, yeah, yeah. Now, some guys can't do that. Some guys are all full of bluster and they go, yeah, I'm going to show him tonight. And they can't do it. This guy does it. He does it when the spotlight is even hotter. It is one of the amazing things that I've seen in professional sports, and especially in Philadelphia, where this guy plays to this fan base like I've never seen anybody play this fan base. He growls. He plays hard. He wants to eat your your your, your brain out of your head. And so this is what happens last night. Uh, you know, uh, most guys would, would shrivel in a moment. Uh, Harper just gets up for the moment to the point where, okay, you go, uh, uh, who cares what Arcia says? He's a, he's a meaningless player in this league. Slough it off. Well, this guy sticks it in his vein with a needle and decides to wear to the game uh, a Colorado Deion Sanders type of theme hoodie along with Castellanos because his teammates after – this obviously got into the locker room. His teammates are going up to him and go, what are you going to do? So, so they know when they do that, 
that's extra fuel for the guy that he's never going to let that go. And he's going to use that fuel to make an impact on the game, not to just be a red ass about it, but to make an impact on the game. And the guy shows up with the Deion Sanders uh, mess around and find out type of theme. right? So, so here we go. Uh, I'm looking at this game and we talked about what the big theme would be other than the Arcea Harper thing. We're talking uh, about the the theme of the game. And it really, for me was, would the Braves momentum uh, in winning game two be enough to overcome the greenness of the starting pitcher they were going to pitch at Citizens Bank Park, which is the cauldron, right? We we always say, all right, well, will this, Will this momentum be able to overcome the fact they're starting Bryce Elder? And uh, as it turned out, no, it was not. But I believe that another factor in the Braves going down like this was the inefficiency of their manager, Brian Snitker. And we'll get into this in a second. Again, you're listening to the Mike Misnelli podcast here. Uh, Post-game look at the Phillies winning game three, taking a commanding 2-1 lead in the series. And tonight is the game they can clinch. Just like last year, tonight, game four, is the, is the one they can clinch in front of this crowd. Again, they're going to have to beat Spencer Strider. Obviously, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, okay, first of all, on yesterday's podcast, we talked about the fact, at least I talked about the fact, that um, deciding that late to announce Bryce Elder already puts some doubt in the kid's mind, right? You're, you're telling the kid, instead of after game two, hey, Elder's going to be my starter. You, you, you waver until six hours before the game when you tell the kid he's got the ball. Now, what do you think that does to the kid? The kid's thinking, well, he didn't have any faith in me. I guess that it's just like a desperation toss to me. To, so you, you don't exactly send the guy out in battle with, with that kind of rally cry, right? That's what I'm looking at. I'm going, how does Elder feel about that? His manager's really telling him, I'm not sure you're good enough. But uh, all right, we'll get, we'll go with you. Uh, so now he does that. Um, uh, he was successful early, and I, I was watching uh, Twitter and looking at Twitter intently. He he was successful early in the first two innings, had a bunch of strikeouts, and people are freaking out. Yeah, Mike, you told me about Bryce, Bryce Allen. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going. You can't see the ball. If you've ever played baseball in twilight, it's hard to see the ball. It's hard to see to recognize the spin on the ball. That went for both sides. Nola was just as effective. Guys couldn't pick up the ball. That's why Elder was successful early. It wasn't because he was dazzling. They couldn't pick it up, okay? And you just knew when it would get a little darker, this kid didn't have the makeup nor the stuff to beat the Phillies. And that brings the manager into play. Um, There's a moment of truth that arrives in a game, and the manager has to be up for it. So let's let's go down the the, the game here and what, what happened. The Braves get a one nothing lead. Now, that's good. They're coming off a game where they won game two in, in crazy fashion. They strike first, go one nothing when Acuna, do- Acuna doubles and, and Albies drives him in. Uh, Nola did uh, get a, a, an out on, on Riley there uh, and, and got Olsen with two on. Uh, and he struck out Ozuna, who looked who, who has looked terrible this whole series. He and Rosario are big pigs in this lineup for, for Atlanta Braves. All right, so they're up, they're up one nothing, and then Elder gets to the third inning. Immediately gives up the home run to Castellanos. Now, if I'm Snitker, I go, uh oh. I look at my pitching coach Kranitz, and I go, get somebody up, get somebody up. I don't like that. Uh, now, that is the time to get somebody up because eventually, 
Harper is going to come to the plate in that inning. Not only do you have to have a righty ready, you have to have a lefty ready in case the situation demands it. I'm managing along with the game, right? So, so Marsh rips a single to right field. There's another indicator. He still doesn't have anybody up. All right, now there are two outs, and, and, and Turner spanks a ball in the hole that uh, Arcia, I'll give him credit, he, he made a nice glove stop to prevent a run, and here comes Harper. Now, you got two runners on base with Harper facing a guy who's just given up three, three hard hit balls, a home run, uh, a single, and a ball that really should have been a single who was hit hard enough to get through the hole. What is this manager thinking about? He said that you can almost, you're looking at the situation. If you're a Philly fan, what if you're a baseball fan? If you're watching the game in general, you go, oh no, I don't want this situation here, right? Because you could just feel what was going to happen. Uh, the environment, this kid, he's already falling apart. You can't F around in a game like this if you're a manager. This is the playoffs. How many managers do you see yank a guy in the second inning because they get a bad feel for stuff? And they go, oh, no, I can't face him. The move there is, even if you mess up your bullpen rotation, is to get a left-hander immediately in the game. He doesn't even have one warmed up. Now, maybe the left-hander doesn't get him out. Now, Brad Hand came in later, and he and he got the left-hander, but the second time Harper got him, right? But sorry, that's irrelevant. You, you have to increase the chances of you succeeding in that situation, and you don't do it by leaving Bryce Elder in there to face Harper. So what happens? He hangs a slider, and the guy just rips a missile to the second deck to make it four to one. And if you're a Braves player, you go, oh, shit. That's exactly what you say in the field. You go, oh, my God, now we're behind, and we give up a home run. You know what that does to your the, the mental makeup of your team in that field, standing around, watching him round the bases? It takes your heart out of you a little bit. It takes a little bit of your fight out because it's something you, you're thinking can't happen this early in a game right after we came uh, after a win. All right, let's bring Darren in. Darren, Darren, let me get your view so far as we walk through this game. Harper hits the home run. It's 4-1. to one. I, You know, I've been telling you this for the better part of since last playoffs, last November, October, November. He's the most clutch player of my lifetime in this city for any team. Incredibly clutch. The bigger the moment, the more his blood gets pumping. And But the other thing, you kind of mentioned it. Like, he's not one of those guys where in the big moment and his adrenaline gets going, he gets all fired, he gets fired up after the play. But he is a player that is able to control his breathing, Almost looked like he has, you know, my dad used the expression all the time, ice water in his veins. He keeps himself calm, collected, but really rises to the moment. He is such a blessing to have in this town. I mean, and he's on, he's underpaid. The guy makes $300 million. He might be underpaid. And doesn't um, care about being underpaid. That's the beauty of it. Doesn't care about being underpaid. Exactly. <laughs> like he's not, he's not James Harden. <laughs> yeah. Um, exactly. So, I mean, to me, like that moment, he's so built for these moments, man. It is inc 
incredible. Well, by the same token, you just can't play into it. If you and I know he's built for the moment, how's the manager of the Braves not know when he has a rookie who's pooping himself out there at that point that you leave him in the face of? Mike, he's lost both the games of manager for the Braves so far. You and I talked about it with Scott Larber the other day. I thought he lost the game before game one before it started with that lineup change. Um you know, so that and, and then to, last night he didn't know he was just you could just see it in his face. He looks lost. He didn't have any answers. And I know the manager has very little to do compared to other sports. Um, the manager but, has to make a move there. Yeah, it's really simple. Exactly. This is a he five game series. Again, you can't F around yeah. in a game like this. You almost have to play it hitter by hitter. And if you exhaust your bullpen, then you exhaust your bullpen. But you got to. You gotta, uh, you gotta recognize the situation and say, "I can't let my team down here. I can't let this kid face Harper." Totally, he can't do it. Totally. So, so anyway, it benefits the Phillies. And then after that, he's still in the game. Yeah. Bohm rips a single, <laughs> and then he walks stop. And then he gets him. He brings in Tonkin, uh, who gives up a double to score two runs, and now it's six to one, and the game is over. Uh, uh you know. Uh, a swing like that uh, is just uh, – uh, it just – I'm telling you, I put myself in, in the minds of the Braves hitters. It's completely demoralizing. And, and, and it is. It's like you're watching this rally happen in front of you. You're down 6-1. to You know, we're effed. We're effed in this game. We lost the control of this game already. And, and, and so what that does is it, it, it shouldn't because you're a professional baseball player, but it does. You're a human being. It, it, it lowers your focus. You're disappointed, and you don't have the same verve when you're playing the rest of the game and and the manager is the one who created that situation uh the crowd is just raining down on you and in your head again you're going oh shit you just don't have the same verb and you can't you, you can't get back into a game offensively like that because you're playing a good team you're not you're not going to have a six run rally against this team to get back into the game uh so you got again you got to manage this game like Thompson manages it sometimes almost hitter by hitter. Uh, and yeah, that's the right idea. Um, this is the, that, the, that inning defeats you well, three hitter by three hitter now, but nevertheless. Yeah. Well, and Snicker failed the management. And from, from that point on, the Phillies just lifted their leg. They were like a dog on a fire hydrant uh, at, at that point uh, against the Braves. And, and it was, it was, uh, it was only interesting for the rest of the game with what the Philly fans were reacting to. And they started doing the tomahawk chop and, and they started chanting Strider's name and, and the whole band. You, you just, <laughs> you allow the carnival to happen at Citizens Bank Park last night by, by winning that game. So, so now let's look at what is left because, you know, I, I, I guess it's possible that the Braves could come back. They got two good starting pitchers going. They could rely on those two guys, but I, I don't know. I, I see a team. Like just like last year, that got gutted in Game Three and didn't have enough to give in Game Four and just limped out of the playoffs. And I see the same thing. This Braves team, it's interesting to, because they're accomplished players. They set offensive records all this year. But I look at them in in a playoff series against the Phillies, and whether it's the Phillies that expose them or or not, they don't have the playoff it factor. They don't have it. They have good players. Or, uh, you know, obviously, uh, but but they don't have the it factor. You know, there was a ground ball that Acuna hit, and he lollygagged at the first base. 
that's the stuff that rubs off. That that prevents you from having the it factor. Now, is Acuna the best player in the league? Probably is. But at that point, the, the last thing you could do is, is have your tongue hanging out like a hangdog that, that you've been beating because that, that stuff carries over. And that makes you, your teammates think, well, we got no chance in this series. They took our heart away from us and put it in their, in their sanitary sock. That, that's basically what, they, what the, that whole thing is. Uh, all right. So it is up to, to Strider tonight. Um, and then if the Braves win, they get a game five at home with Freed. Um, I don't see it, <laughs> you know, and, and I know people are going, well, Mike, don't jinx them. It's never over till it's over. I, I, I've seen enough ball to know that a team doesn't have enough spirit to come back in a series. And the way the Phillies play with such abandon, they just let it hang all out there and they are confident in their abilities in their abilities to keep the line moving, in their abilities to stack hits, in, in their abilities to play defense. They've got it all going right now, and the other team does not. So what is your call, Darren? But here's the thing that, that I, uh, I'm struggling getting past, and that is beating Strider twice in one week. That's not going to be easy. Um, I re- I'm, more and more, I'm glad how fresh and how early – Topper pulled Ranger in game one um, because I think he's going to be completely fresh, almost like an extra day off. Maybe not quite, but almost like an extra day off fresh tonight. Again, I'll I'll use the same game plan I wanted for game one um, tonight, and that is get to the Braves' bullpen either with a lead or tie. I have complete confidence in this team and our pen versus their pen. Uh, Strider's formidable. There's no question about it. And Strider's, a, you know, he's kind of a dick, which is good enough to be competitive. Uh, I, li- I like that in him, right? So, so maybe uh, he can rally his troops by being a bulldog out there. However, in this park, he's going to give up home runs. And when you give up a home run, that's like a stick in your butt. And if you stack a couple home runs, that's even worse because then the crowd goes crazy and makes you not feel your legs on the rubber. That's exactly what happens. Now, is Strider good enough to overcome that? Yeah, he is. But even if they win this game, I can't imagine that Max Fried is going to be able to be good enough to beat him in a game five. I, I don't – the Phillies had two games here. I, I do not believe they are capable of losing two in a row to this team. I just don't think that they're, they're, uh, they're too strong to do that, and the other team is too weak to prevent it. That's the way I look at this series uh, right now. Uh, let's let's just look at Harper, and then of course the golden moment where he stares him down. <laughs> this is so, this is such classic, man. Uh, so he rounds. He didn't say anything. He says, "I don't say anything." Uh, but he rounds second base, and he eyeballs him. You eyeballing me, son? Yeah, he's he's eyeball, but RC, to his credit, looks down like I don't want any of this noise. Second time he couldn't avoid it, and he, and he eyeballed him again. So and so after the game, RC is is crying that it got out of the clubhouse. Right? Come on. Come on, dude. This is a social media area. You know that stuff's going to get out. Like, who you can blame it? Blame your damn self for saying it, right? You you ignited the guy. You ignited you ignited LeBron. You ignited Michael Jordan. You know it's foolish. It's just damn foolish. Any other player, maybe you don't ignite this dude. Uses it as fuel because he's a great player who needs motivation to be greater and takes that motivation and funnels it. 
and becomes even greater than he is. There are special guys that can do that. I can't think. Three guys come to my mind, Harper, LeBron, and Jordan. I don't think there's – has anybody been else like that? It, it, when, you, when you look at it, that had that kind of mentality? The three that come to – those are the three that come to mind now. Harper's included in that. Uh, Mike, that was in the news – it talked about all day yesterday. Kid, that kid brought a sign in the three. He was in like the third row. It's not like that came out right before the game, and he just found out it came out of his sanctuary. Kiss my ass with your sanctuary. Keep your mouth shut. And don't give them a reason. Don't give them any more of a reason. I'd be pissed off if I were a Braves fan. I wouldn't be mad at the media. I'd be pissed off at him for opening his no. big mouth. Again, you can't be pissed off because you're not good enough to overcome a, a yeah. stupid comment that you're shortstop made. You should be good enough to overcome that. Now, Harper said uh, when he was asked about it, I enjoy commenta- a commentary. It's part of the reason why we play this game. I really enjoy those moments. Anybody, any anytime anybody says something, that's what it's all about. Now, they're his teammates knew something was going magical was going to happen because they know this guy enough. Now there are some guys that are full of bluster who will come to the park and go that MFRCA. We'll see you tonight. I'm going to get him. And then you become a phony. This guy comes in, he's got the Colorado sweatshirt on, doesn't say boo. He's focused on his at bat. He gets a hanging slider and launches it into the second deck. A majestic bomb. smash, like a Babe Ruthian clout to the second deck. I mean, it's just uh, it's just fascinating. I love playoff baseball. I love the back and forth, the dynamics. And you come away with conclusions when you watch a game. Listen, uh, I, I understand that, that people go, no, I'll take it one at a time. But you saw the same thing I saw. You saw the same thing last year. The Phillies in game three took this team's heart. Literally. There's something missing the same thing with this Braves team. Something missing. With this Braves team, they they don't have the it factor that can overcome adversity. They succumb to it. And so if you're going to tell me that they have a chance to win two straight games, I'm going to say, no, they don't. And if I'm jinxing you, then take your jinx and go buy candy with it. I, I would call a couple of calls. I, I don't care what you do with it. I'm making a conclusion here based on my eyeballs and 30 years of seeing sports. When I look at the other team's competitiveness, and I look at the other, the team that wants competitiveness. And there's a completely different dynamic here between the Braves and the Phillies. All right? Totally agree. And you literally saw the same thing last year. <laughs> it's amazing. How, the, the, the similarities. The six run per day. Yeah, yeah. and, and so day. the Braves, you know, it, it's funny because if I'm the Braves, and I, I know I'm talking like the series is over, we'll save this conversation when actually the yeah. series is over. But if you're the general manager's team, you got something's missing. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but something's I missing. I, I got, I, I got to figure it's it out. Pitching. That's what's missing. And, 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 well, listen, they got two guys hurt. I, so well, that's maybe their st- their staff comes back next year and they're fine. Right. But something is missing with the toughness of this Good team point. that that general manager has to figure out. And whether it's the manager, the manager might go if I, they lose again. Compl- I, he he might go if they lose again in this series. Oh, he may I, go. I, and it would be the right move for them. I mean, he came in managing scared. All year he talked about the Phillies. All year. If you're the Braves, right, you're one of those players. And any time he gets an opportunity, you hear your manager talk about how nervous the Phillies make him to the point where they have to say, we're happy we clinched the division in Philly because that will, you know, that, that will exhume the ghosts. No. You still got to come back and win again here. It really it is incredible. They close this out again tonight. Yeah, you know, I gotta say, you know who they miss? 
Dansby Swanson. Yeah. He gave him a little more toughness. Now, now team with Dansby Swanson lost to the Phillies last year. Same thing. But he, he's the type of guy that, that really I think they miss. Yeah. Um, and they, they used to, listen, they're, they're good players, but collectively they, they don't have the it factor to get to the World Series. And uh, I stand by that. So we'll see yep. what happens. This was a special uh, Phillies post game. Uh, podcast, the Mike Missnelli podcast. We're going to do it after every game. Of course, this is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Darren, are you going to be at the ball yard tonight? My daughter and I will be about 20 something rows behind home plate tonight, Mike. Uh, I will be there as well. So, All right, uh, so we'll get together. We'll, tonight. we'll check out to see if this is the clincher. Uh, if not, uh, to me, the, they can win in Atlanta. It's not the end of the world. They lose this game tonight. I don't think they're going to lose it. I think they wrap it up tonight. I think that Strider's going to give up a couple home runs. I think this crowd is going to be on him. Uh, he's already got the red ass. If he gets behind, the crowd's on him. The ass gets redder. As we say in Spanish, rojo. Ro culo de rojo. All right. All righty, folks. Thank you so much for watching and listening to the Mike Missinelli podcast, a special post Phillies game podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed the commentary. We'll be back at you uh, tomorrow with an official uh, Phillies clinch and go to the NL championship series and an Eagles preview against the New York Jets. For Darren, I'm Mike Missinelli. Everybody have a great rest of the day. Thanks to the people at Bet Rivers. Thanks for listening. Have a great day, everybody. See you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Mike Missinelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.